0: Welcome everyone to the Dialogue Options podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald—that is me—and as always, my very, very good friend, Karen Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I am feeling pretty damn good, Joel. Thank you for asking. Excellent. That is good to hear. I'm very, very pleased to hear it. Positive vibes. Yeah. Good, good vibes all around. We were just nerding out a little bit about like trying to plan out our supernova trips and things. <laughs> plan so, out. Yeah, plan out. Well, you've got a pretty clear. Actually, we both got pretty clear. Exactly. We have goals. Uh, we've, we've got goals. You've got Natalie Dormer. I've got Nolan North. We've got it all set. We're...
1: Everyone's set. Everyone's happy. Mm.
0: Uh, so, should be fun. Uh, but, I mean, Nolan North's kind of related to video games, but. Shall we like, talk about so video is Natalie Dorma man. Like, Actually, she... That's very true. Yeah, she's going to be a Mass Effect Andromeda. I forgot and about that. And she was
1: in the Game of Thrones game as well. She was in
0: the Game of Thrones game. That's right, yeah.
1: But yeah, we should probably talk about what we've been playing. That would yeah. be it. that would be a good place to start the podcast, yeah, I guess. Yes, yes.
0: Connor, do you want to kick yourself with what you've been playing?
1: Sure. I I put you first, but I'll go first. It's fine.
0: I, I don't mind. I'll go first no, if you want. No, no, no I'll go no, first. No, no, I, no,
1: no I, I'm going first. It's happening I was just now. Going
0: for like, I was just going for like a natural <laughs> off-the-cuff sort of like... And look where it Segway. put us, Joel. Yeah, look just, where it put us. It made it... It threw me right out in the fucking <laughs> open. Yep,
1: cool. Uh, anyway. So, I did it, Joel. I picked up Shovel Knight Treasure Trove on my Ooh, Switch. Oh shit. Nice, nice. And? and so, I've been playing that consistently. So, that obviously means I've been basically playing Spectre of Torment, which is the Spectre Knight DLC that came out. Right. Uh, holy shit. Like, it's really good. Yeah. I love... So, basically, it's... If you played Shovel Knight, it's not completely like that. Like Yacht Club games, uh, they did it with um, uh, Plague Knight as well. Yep. they it's basically the same sort of stages, but the characters are much different to to Shovel Knight himself. Because okay. you know Shovel Knight's pretty standard. Like he's got a shovel, smashes blocks, can pogo bounce, like Scrooge McDuck off of enemies and all that sort of stuff, jumping, blah blah blah. Yeah, Plague Knight had like the 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 tricky to get it a hold of, like, bomb jumps shit to do and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, like, the arcing, like, yeah. attacks and stuff, yeah. It was really strange, but I yeah. liked it. It's good. Uh, but Specter Knight, oh, man, Specter Knight is so good. I I love the way the movement system works. Like, so basically, Specter Knight, if you haven't played Shovel Knight, is a really cool dude with a scythe, which is, you know, that's a great start. Cause that's always scythe, a
0: good, it's a good way to kick off, yeah.
1: Yeah, scythe is a really cool weapon to have. He's basically... He's basically the Reaper, I guess. You know, he's got the scythe. He's got a, got a hood. He's yep. got his little... His little faceplate armor. But basically, he moves at about the same sort of speed as Shovel Knight himself. But... When you... When you jump... And hit a wall... He'll do, like, a very short... I, I don't even know how long... I haven't counted it, but, like, two or three steps, he'll just walk up the wall. It's and then like you can sort of, like... run,
0: almost? Like- yeah,
1: sort of. And you can, like, jump off at the end of that and walk up another one. So, it... it the game honestly ends up using some, some interesting sort of I, again because I, I wasn't expecting it. I was it was tricky to get a hang of it first. Like I actually had to Google I'm like how do I how do I make him walk up walls? <laughs> He's done it a couple of times. What buttons do I press? And this is like well, actually it, it's automatic. I'm like oh, okay. I was that just overthinking sense. it. Yep. Okay, that's on me. That's fine, yacht club. That's on me. I'm dumb. But uh, so it's been interesting to go through some of the stages because which are also slightly redesigned to adapt to Spectre Knight's unique movement.
0: Okay. So they are the same stages aside. Same
1: or? I mean, same stages, like different areas, though, like different zones. Some of the boss fights have been different so far as well, because again Spectre Knight plays differently enough that it it basically warranted it. Yep. The music sort of remix in every stage and That's cool. He's got his own unique sort of hub world as well, which is really it seem I think it I don't know for sure, but I think it might be he's basically the, the plot summaries is he's, he's going around rounding up the knights of no quarter
0: oh, for the so enchantress it's like, a, like, it's like the lead up to like shovel knight basically
1: presumably yeah like he's oh, cool. he's sort of going around and um picking them all up which is which is neat and uh i've gotta say i'm just it's just a joy to 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 listen to just yacht club games writing. I just say listen. I mean, read. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: yep, yep. No, it's uh, the, the, the the games have always been really well. There, there's been some really funny moments, some really like poignant moments. In, I mean, I've only ever played Shovel Knight and very little of Plague Knight. So, um, yeah, But the, the but, characters are all fun. Yeah, and they've all got like such great and different and varying personalities as well, which is cool. Like all the all the knights were really interesting to interact with.
1: Yeah, and uh, that that personality is absolutely back in Specter Knight. That's good. Uh, it's it's interesting. It also sort of tells the backstory of Specter Knight himself as well. Okay, and how how he became who he was. And again, like it sounds silly, but I really don't want to spoil it because it's it's actually really interesting. But you take on the role of like him back when he was just sort of like a simple sort of I don't know. I guess a rogue. He's just, okay. he's just a, guy with a dagger. Yep. he's busting into a castle with um, a buddy of his. Events transpire. Yes, and he becomes Specter Knight as a result. It's a really cool boss fight against a character from Shovel Knight, and I was like, oh, this is this is neat." Also, kicked my ass a fair bit, which was yep. which was fun. And That's the, not, the the
0: good thing about Shovel Knight as well, like the 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 the, the series from Yacht Club Yacht Club Games. Like, it is a, it is a throwback to those sort of like old school NES platformers in every sense, in, in like right down to the difficulty as well. Like they are they yeah. they do not hold your hand; they are quite tough to. Put get your, uh, get your head around at some at some points.
1: Absolutely. And they they do give you the option to have those checkpoints, like there's usually a good four or five per stage. Yep. But if you know, if you're if you're a real badass, you can smash them. Yep. Get, get some extra cash. Yeah. <laughs> get some get some monies. So that's always nice. Uh, uh it's it's cool that like the,
0: the instead of sort of releasing a new game, for most people like if if a company was just like, "We're just going to keep releasing like Expansions for the one game, people will be like, oh, Can we have like another game, like either a different game or a sequel to that game? But all like the DLC for it so far has all felt like a new game because you're playing as a new character and it's uh, like a, a different control scheme and like a different parts of the same sort of overarching story.
1: Yeah, I mean, for example, so I'll give you an example of one of the ways it's different, it's not really a spoiler. Okay, uh, so. If you played the original Shovel Knight, you mm-hmm. will remember the Tinker Knight fight. Yes, yes. So you know you fight him on his little gear first, and you're like, "Oh, that was that was cute and pretty easy." And yeah. then turns out he's got a phase two where he's got a giant mech,
0: which is also it's one of the easier fights, I, th- I yeah, think. Yeah, oh, like
1: it's... once you once you get it down. But it's you know. cool
0: though. It's like it's like you, you you go up against it, and you're like, "I'm kicking your." ass what the fuck is going on yeah you're
1: like this is one of the knights of no quarter oh my god and then you get to that page you're like oh like i mean if nothing else it's intimidating at first you're like that's a it's a big robot you're like fuck how am i gonna take this down and then you figure it out you're like all right cool yeah okay that that was that was that was pretty easy yeah but Specter Knight, so one of the things i didn't mention actually when i was talking about like how he's got the cool little wall jump ability and all that sort of stuff yep is another one of his abilities he's got sort of like a, a slash dash okay sort of thing so when you jump towards particular objects or enemies, and if you're close enough, a little a little sort of line will go through it. So if you're approaching an object, a said object from below, the line will kind of go like diagonal up, and if you slash, you'll slash that way.
0: Ah, oh, okay. And
1: same if you approach it from above, it'll go diagonal down, and you'll slash down from that direction. So basically, the Tinker Knight fight becomes a scrolling stage where you've got a tinker knights like floating around and like throwing wrenches around while the fucking giant robots sort of just following along being a, a, a hazard again if you played shovel knight it benefits you because you sort of mount the robot the same way as you did then but it was it was interesting and you like sort of knocks down terrain as you're going through and uh, i cool. died a fair few times there but that like that's just one example of how it sort of is is shovel knight but is also different and yep. i appreciate that your club are like yeah look it's, a, it's technically an expansion of a, of, a, of a game. It's got the same stages, same characters, but it's a different experience, and yep. that's amazing. I love it.
0: It's good. It's a, like, They sort of almost get a free pass for that as well. Like, I, I mean, they are an indie studio, so it's hard to say, oh, I'm sure work, they're working on something else. But, I mean, I'm sure they're kicking around ideas for something else. But, I mean, when you've got such a hit on your hands like Shovel Knight that's just been so widely loved. Like, anyone you talk to who's played Shovel Knight is like, oh, fucking love that game. Shovel Knight's so good. Like, um, except for a couple of people, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to cause any issues here, but uh, but Josh from OK Games, not a fan. Interesting. That's, yeah. like, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. It's totally fine. But, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know, like, for games like that, I'd normally go, oh, I get why people don't like it. And I do to a, a, a certain extent, with, again, with Shovel Knight, because, I mean, everyone's got different tastes and, at overall if, level,
1: if you don't really like platformers, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And
0: I, I mean, platformers. Like, I like platformers. They're not my go-to genre, but like, if it's a good um, enough platformer, uh, yeah. But if it's a good enough platformer, I'll be in it on it. And it's just, I don't know. There's something about it. Like the the, the sprite work is so beautiful. The colors they use are oh, just. Yeah so stunning and spot on. And, it's and the really soundtrack nice just gets oh, stuck yeah. in my
1: head. Like that yeah. very, the opening theme, like even the theme to the first stage, I'm like, I'm always humming that song. Yeah. It's just, it's, oh, it's it's a really well-made game
0: by like a, a, just a really good focused studio. They're not sort of, I guess it's good that they're not branching out on other things. They're focusing on the thing that they do right. And I guess when they get to a point where it's not working right anymore, then they'll move on. But at the moment they've obviously got a plan. Because um, they're pretty consistent with updates with their game. so... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I
1: think King Knight is next. Oh, that's maybe. right. Yeah. He, he's mentioned and his content isn't included in the game, so I guess he's next. I think they've said basically this year is the last year of Shovel Knight stuff, oh. and then they'll, they'll be working on something new, whether about Shovel Knight 2 or Shovel Knight 64, which I think everyone wants. Oh, Who yes, knows? Please. Or hey, something. They've already got that three D model, thanks to Platonic. Oh, I can't wait to see him in Ukulele. <laughs> I know, right. It's gonna be so good. Um uh, But yeah, so Spectre Knight's really good. If you if you enjoyed Shovel Knight, I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh if you don't want to buy it all again, like you can buy the Spectre Knight DLC on the Switch individually for thirteen dollars. Yep. Uh I think it's coming to con- other other platforms like in a month. Like it was a like a, a timed switch, exclusive, sort of thing, yeah, yeah. A timed exclusive launch, but it is coming to other platforms soon. It is a good launch title, and it's a good. I think
0: it's a great idea because I think there are a lot of people out there who may not have played Shovel Knight yet, and they might have finished Zelda or whatever, and had their fun with One Two Switch, and they're like, oh, "I'm looking for something else to play." Oh, Shovel Knight! I've heard that's pretty good, and then they might fall in love with it like the rest of us have. And I hope they do because it's
1: it's so yeah. good. I
0: love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interesting to see the, the sales numbers. I mean, obviously, it's going to be selling pretty well. Considering there's a lot of people like yourself and a lot of other people who are like you know I follow on the internet and things as well that are like, man, I'm totally buying Shovel
1: Knight again, yeah. and you so, know what?
0: It's so good.
1: So many people are just like, yeah, I'm I'm paying for that game again, and I don't even care.
0: Yep, and that's, there's something to say about that. It's it's very commendable that um, they've made a game that's got such a a nostalgic following that only came out what like three years ago.
1: I think the big thing to take away from this is like this is your club's first game. Yep. Yeah. And no, look impressive. at the runaway success I've enjoyed from it. They are the only third-party
0: amiibo that exists. It's crazy. Wow. Like, uh, I think I do want to. Oh, maybe.
1: No, because there's a, there's a Mega Man one, and technically Sonic, I would say is third-party too. But he, they are the only ones to have like an amiibo not. Produced by Nintendo, I guess, yeah. is a bit of a it. Like, that's from, probably from the way to Smash put it, yeah. Brothers.
0: Yeah, so not from the Smash Brothers, yeah, series. Yeah, because
1: um, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the. Well, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it was manufactured maybe by the Infinity Guys. I think that was. I think, story about right, actually. I think they had some part in it, yeah. Yeah. It's I you can tell too, because it's
0: such a great amiibo. It's just, I love it. It's my, I, love I think it. it's my favorite.
1: Yep, yep, it's my favorite.
0: It's my favorite. It's up there. I've got, like, uh, yeah, that. I think my Ryu one, I really like. I, I really like my Samus my,
1: one.
0: Yeah, no, my Samus and my Zero Suit Samus, I love
1: them. And my Roy and plush Yoshi.
0: Oh, yeah, I know, Yoshi's pretty good too. Which reminds me, I've got to try and track down a Poochie. Good luck. <laughs> I know. I, I I will I
1: will stab um, I will stab someone for that. I'm already kicking myself for not getting a couple of the Zelda amiibo at launch.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of places. Down there. I was actually looking at them today. I was gonna. I if I'd had money, I was like almost ready to take the jump on the um Link on the horse one.
1: Yeah, I can I want Link in the horse, and I want the Zelda one. That's all I want, and then yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, actually, I want the happy. Zelda one as well. The uh,
0: the the, Arch, the Archer one's cool too. Like that, he's in the air, and yeah, yeah, it's,
1: yeah. they're pretty cool. Kind of want the Bokoblin one, even if it yeah. is in a in a in a thong, essentially. And the,
0: the Guardian one's pretty cool because you can like pose its arms.
1: Yeah, but that comes with the extra price as well.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's worth it. I had a look at it today. It's actually pretty nice. It's a nice looking figure. Um, but anyway, Shovel Knight. Top game.
1: Yeah, definitely great. Uh check out Spectre Knight if you want to just see on its own. Thirty bucks thirteen bucks. Or Treasure Travers like thirty two dollars something like that. Either way, brilliant. great deals. Great games. And well, I'm pretty I... sure like
0: Shovel Knight was like at least like t- probably thirty on its own when it came out.
1: I think, I think so, it, yeah.
0: Did I I think I bought it for like on sale for like about thirteen dollars, like the original one, because I bought it for three D S and I played it on my three D S and um I loved it. It was the per- it was it's such a great handheld game as well, I feel. Like it's great to sit on the couch and play it as well but it, and that's why I think it's great for the switch because it's a good game for both yeah the, definitely the ability to take that on the go it's just it's a good little because there's no like you know you don't have to be you know a- unless you're like really intent on like absorbing the soundtrack completely like if you just want to have the soundtrack there like on low level you don't have to listen to any like voice acting or anything like that it's 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 good. I think it's a really so, great handheld game for like a train trip or a plane trip. So since we're
1: talking sp- specifically about the Switch version, you've mentioned the handheld mode and it does bring up a point I've noticed because I've played it a bit on, mostly on TV mode with a pro controller, yep. which is Ace. Yep. Uh, on handheld mode, it wasn't worse, but you definitely noticed the difference with the split D-pad on the left Joy-Con. Uh, of course, It wasn't yep. bad. Like it was still it was still serviceable, but I definitely miss having that full like connected D-pad that the pro controller has in that in that particular in that yeah. particular game, like it's a platformer, so oh, and you're using the D pad a lot. It's probably because of what you're used to playing that
0: that game anyway, as well. Like,
1: true. It, that's whether or not,
0: I mean, it, even though it's still disconnected, it's still the same familiar shape. But like the PlayStation Four controller's the same.
1: Oh man, I hate that D pad. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, thankfully, not much, not many things use it on that, so it's all good.
0: Yeah. Well, I went back to I, speaking of controllers. I went back to my. PS4 controller today For I will get into that shortly but um, I picked it up again after using the uh, Joy-Con grip and I was like oh this feels
1: this feels big. (laughs) This is a a big controller. I had a similar thing going back to the DualShock after using the Pro controller Mm. just because I love the layout of where the two joysticks are it just sits nicely like the 360 controller really and by extension Xbox One I still really like the PS4 controller don't get me wrong but it was like a split second of my brain going, wait, no, all right, joysticks there, yeah, face buttons there, shoulders here, okay, we're good. Because like I'd used my PlayStation Four controller in the last week or so, the last couple of
0: weeks, um, like navigating, like watching YouTube or Netflix, yeah, or me whatever. Too. <laughs> but, hey, like,
1: and, and starting party chats.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly, that's very true. While we were playing Zelda, um, <laughs> no, it's and I was like, oh yeah, cool. I but I didn't really notice it until I went to play a game and I sort of sat with it and I was like, all right, went into like game position with the controller and I went oh, this is, this is big. Like, not in a bad way. I was just like, oh, that's right. This is a big controller. This is, like, laid out nicely. Not to say that I don't, because I still, I still, for me personally, I still love the uh, the Joy-Con grip. I really like playing with that. Um, but, yeah, like, it was just, it was like, oh, okay, cool. I remember this now. Like, it took, it was a couple of seconds of, like, readjusting to it.
1: I haven't had that feeling in a while. It's been good. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, basically what i've been playing yep just just waiting for i guess mass effect is the next big game we're playing
0: yeah yeah no that's next week hopefully we'll have some impressions on that it's some next very Tuesday. early
1: impressions um but anyway yeah so uh why don't you let me know what you've been playing joel
0: sure uh I, again i haven't been playing much this week I'm playing zelda just chipping away at that um oh um, yeah I, I i did i should say i finished zelda i yeah, did do I was that say, yeah well but done. we'll talk about that later yeah, yeah, we've got some ideas about what we're going to do with that. Um, I'm probably close, but I've still got stuff to do. Like, I'm still... I've still got, like, one more captured memory to to get that happens to be right in the thick of things. Um, <laughs> oh, it is in
1: the thick of things, by the yeah, way. Yes, so, absolutely in the thick of things. I,
0: I get it. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's going to be the last one I get. 100%. Um, yeah, it, was,
1: it was the last one I got. Yeah,
0: I think it probably would be the last one a lot of people would get. Um but, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to, yeah, dick around. I've got to go get some more armor sets and, and sort of equip myself properly and sort of max out some things that I want to max out. Um, yeah, I recommend stocking up before you really go to Hyrule Castle. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm going to have to go and just cook a whole bunch of stuff, which I yeah. haven't had to, had to for a while, which has been good. Um, I,
1: I, when I went to Hyrule Castle, I basically cooked, like, three full pages of food yeah no, i'm i'm loading myself down with food here i think i might just do like a hunting day tomorrow before work <laughs> and just
0: go hunting hunt down a whole bunch of stuff pick up some things and then and then go go get done because i got that fairy found, so i don't have to worry about saving up all that money anymore which is good that's true um which is handy um but yeah apart from zelda uh in the last day like yesterday i was on facebook i went and did some shopping for some stuff oh i actually I should touch on that briefly I, I have been playing something else that's not quite a video game um but i had my first session with uh my now weekly dnd group um i i've been accepted into a group um that's full of people that uh you the listener may be familiar with uh Liam and Broderick who've been on our show before um uh, and our wonderful wonderful question giver and graphic designer and all-round nice guy Sean um so I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons with those guys and I had my first session on Monday and it was lots of fun. Um and I've got a really cool character. It's got a really cool backstory that I can't really talk about here because the people who are in my party uh listen to this podcast, so I don't want to give anything away. Um but I got some cool stuff. Um and yeah, that's a lot of fun. So sort of, you know, from tabletop gaming as well. But I was doing some shopping uh to pick up some supplies for that and I just happened to be taking a break and looking at Facebook, and the PlayStation Australia page posted up a whole bunch of codes for the Paladins beta. And I thought, why not? I I saw when it had been posted, it was like one minute ago, and I'm like, well, these could have all gone already, but I'll try anyway. So I grabbed one, put the code in, and I managed to get one. So I was like, all right, well, it's worth a shot. I can claim it as content for the show this week. Um, And yeah, so I, I jumped into it. Tonight, actually, briefly, last night, I did the tutorial, and I played a few matches tonight. Um, so Paladins, just to start off with, is a a hero shooter uh, by by High Res Studios, the guys who made Smite, um, which is a pretty decent uh moba um, that has a pretty decent following as well, maybe not anywhere as big as something like Dota 2 or League of Legends but it's I I think what it does differently it it has its own little spin on things having that third person camera is sort of makes it a little bit more um approachable um from what I've played of it anyway I've played very little of it but I quite enjoyed it and I I understood MOBAs after playing that it sort of explained it in a way that I was like all right I get this now I understand how this sort of thing works at a very basic level Um, and the whole, like, using different, like, gods of different mythology was really cool as well, and the character design's really awesome, um, and it's a, it's a fun game. Uh, Paladins, on the other hand, well, I can see its appeal, um, to some people, I don't think I'll be playing a lot of it. Mainly because it's hard to compare them because I guess they are two different games, but they are going to get compared a lot because they they do have a lot of similarities, which is one of its downfalls um, to Overwatch. Um, I just feel like what Overwatch does, what it, it's trying to do, much
1: better. It's a lot more. You might, yeah, yeah, that's true, uh, but it's also if if that's the case, it's worth comparing price tags as well
0: that's true okay so paladins is a free-to-play game um there is a lot of free-to-play elements in it as well uh whereas uh, yeah overwatch is a full price game and you pay for loot boxes that are cosmetic i don't think i have a pro- I don't have a problem with that i think that's that's the way to do it if you're going to do that um because you know there are, even for the people like us that are like don't really buy microtransactions We've bought a couple of loot boxes, chasing stuff that we want. We might not have got it, but we've done that. Like, um, but it's not like i only s-
1: regret it every single time.
0: Yeah, like it's not like I'm going to sit there every week and do that. Whereas with a game like Pal, in my opinion, with a game like Paladins, it is free to play. The uh, temptation is probably more uh, I mean, valid. That's that's that's
1: what they're going for, man.
0: I, uh, yeah, I get that, um, and that's fine if it like. I think a game like uh, Let It Die does it well because it treats that game like an arcade game basically, and you're paying for like quarters to put into the machine. And that's what the microtransaction is. I'm like, that makes sense because if you spend 25, 30 bucks on that game, that's essentially what you're paying for an indie game anyway these days. So that's not too bad. You could say the same about Paladins. I just don't think I would, not because of the fact that it's microtransaction and all this other stuff. There, there is a. I, I feel like there could be a little bit of pay to win eventually. If you put a lot of money into it very early on, you're probably going to have a lot more of an advantage over other players in the game that may not do that. Um, but I just, I don't. Mechanically, it just doesn't feel good. I've been spoiled by Overwatch. I don't know because Overwatch just feels good to play. Like it, it feel, all the characters, no matter if you're mm, good with them or well, not.
1: All the characters. <laughs>
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Though, but like you know, it, it's all the characters feel good no matter how, if you know how to play them or not. They they feel right. Like they feel they
1: move right. This one felt a little floaty. Tell tell that to the Overwatch community relating to to Winston, who no one wants to play as. Well,
0: yeah, okay, no, but like, but even still, like if you play with him and and you have you can have some sort of fun with him. He might not be. He might not be. Like uh, a necessity, or even like a, a thought in terms of like team comp, <laughs> but he he is fun to play as. Like if you go into that primal rage and you start knocking people around and just wail flailing around wildly, like um, it's still it's fun. This I don't know. Like some of the characters I'm like yes, yeah, is good. Um, I'm not a very good sniper. I was playing a couple of sniper classes and like firing from range, and I was getting pretty good hits. So I'm like hitbox detection's a little. These little work again. This is a beta. This isn't a fully released game yet, Um, so that could all change. And it is pretty buggy. Um, I had parts where, like, I must have been holding down the trigger button while, like, of my weapon while I died, and when I spawned back in, it was just automatically firing until I hit the trigger button again. Um, So, like, I'm, I'm, I think there is a market for that type of game. Absolutely, I think there will be a lot of people who will play that game. Absolutely. I personally don't think I'll be going back to it. Um, I don't really know about the story, like, the backstory of it or anything like that. I didn't really look into it. There's no cutscene or anything like that. There might be in the final release game. Um, But the other thing that sort of relates it to Overwatch is the fact that a lot of the characters feel like mashups of Overwatch characters and, like, blatantly obvious mashups. I'm not just talking like, oh, that kind of feels like how, you know... Farrah plays... So, no, there's literally a character who... Has a jump jet... And a jet pack... Fires rockets... And... Uh, can like hover around... And then hit R1 to like fire up into the air... as one of their abilities... Um... I, I, there's another character who... Has a flamethrower... And like a grenade launcher... It's like that's kind of cool... But he also has a giant shield... That looks exactly like... Uh... Reinhardt's... Um... There's another character that can like... Absorb damage with its shield... Um... And it lasts for fucking ever, that character, I don't know, like, I was unloading into this character, going, why won't he die, and why won't his shield go down, and then he just, like, blasted me across the map, and I was like, okay, so that's, that's the area, basically. Um, look, it's, it's good, some good things that it does, there is a PVE, there is, like, a PVE section, you can, when you go to search for games, you can tick the boxes of what type of games you want to search for, so you can do your basic, like, um, uh, capture siege mode it's called so it's basically capture a point then move a payload and then there's just basic payload maps which I, I guess is like a normal payload map in overwatch or anything like that where you move from point a to point b um and then there's a uh, pve i can't remember what they were called uh, but there's like pve modes as well so that you can do the one that i was playing before which i think needs some tweaking is called hide and seek where you play against a uh, a group of ai bots which are characters that can cloak i'm pretty sure um anyway they're, they're all invisible and you've got to try and find them but there's no real tell like you can't you'll just get so there's no telltale shimmer no you you can't see that like some characters will be able to like make them visible for a while but like you'll be walking along and then you'll get hit by something and you're like all right and then it's like slow damage you get sort of infected um, and then you die. And it's like, well, cool. I don't know where you shot me from or where you hit me from. I have no idea where you are. And so I was like, this this doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's cool that they're putting in PV stuff from the get-go. Um, uh, there's loot boxes. There's so many loot boxes, like different types of loot boxes, different event loot boxes, different currency loot boxes. There's lots of stuff that gets thrown
1: at you. Um, are you saying, I mean, so... Does that mean, like, you can basically pick the loot box, like, yeah. that will get you, it's more likely to get you what you want to get?
0: Um, yeah, from what I can tell, yes, but they require different currencies that I don't oh, know how to get
1: yet. I would love it if I could do that in Overwatch. Yeah, but, like, it's, I don't know, I don't know. If I could buy, like, a highlight intro loot box, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's
0: not even just cosmetic stuff, it's like, there are loadouts of cards that you get that give you different abilities and, and power-ups and stuff, and... And then in game, there's like stuff you can use in game currency, like like in round currency to buy. So it's like that moba progression stuff. It's throwing a lot of stuff up against the wall, um, and I'm sure it sticks to the people who are familiar for that kind of thing. But it could be for people like me, like I I could I powered through it a little bit and I started to get it. I was like, all right, cool. I understand a little bit how this works now. Um, but for someone coming from Overwatch, going, oh, this looks similar. I'm, I'm looking for something to change up a little bit. It's very overwhelming. Um, so I, I know Smite's very similar as well, but I, Smite has the inverse as the fact that it's the more approachable of the, of the genre it's trying to emulate. Um, I feel anyway, but I'm sure it's going to do pretty well. It's just, I, if given the option, I'd, I'd, I know I would probably rather go play Overwatch to be fair. Um, cause I, I'm still having fun with that game and I know they haven't added much in terms of like content past characters and things like that like any pve stuff or any new maps as much they've added like two new maps
1: uh yeah, yeah i mean yes,
0: isn't yeah. It, I, don't, I wouldn't really count the the may one they added no, they, no no that's that's for a separate game mode or a separate style of play so um and like the arcade stuff is fun if you're into that kind of thing um <sighs> yeah like it's not for everyone again like but if some people if you want to mix it if you're playing a lot of overwatch and you want to mix it up arcade's a good way to mix it up um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I'll be interested to see how it does. I'll keep, I'll be keeping my eye on it. Um, and I might check back in with it and just see how it goes. I might do a couple of updates and I'm not sure. Um, I'm not going to be rushing back to play. It's not going to drag me away from Zelda. Let's put it that way for starters. And it's also not going to drag me away from Overwatch. So, um, now best of luck to the guys are high res though. Hopefully it, it does okay. I'm going to a bit of coin from it. I actually I mean, there's, know really there's always a there.
1: market for free to play.
0: Absolutely, like you know, the, the the barrier of entry is low, but in terms of skill level and like approachability, if that makes sense, I feel like that might put it on the back foot a little bit. Um, but this having said that, like so many people these days, like like younger kids especially, are playing so many free to play mobile games that have billion different types of currency and different timers and all this sort of stuff. Um, so they might get in and go, "Oh, this makes sense. This is like." xyz that i've been playing on my phone or on Mum's tablet or whatever it, it makes sense to me but for someone like me that's sort of in that middle range group where i'm like i do sort of play some free to play mobile and i do get it a little bit but i'm also like i'd rather just pay for a full price game and just have the game um so i don't know we'll see but that's all i've been playing this week pretty boring one this week I've been playing a lot. It's just I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Of, of Zelda. Yeah, yep. that was me last week. It was yeah. all I'd been playing. It's like, well, okay. And I've been, it's, it's been... It, like the Switch has been getting a, a, like a bit of a run for its money this week, actually, because my wife's had the week off work. Um, she's actually playing Zelda right now in the other room on in handheld mode. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's not in the dock. Oh, I know where it is. She's in the other room playing it. Um, so, yeah, we've been sort of like swapping... Between the two of us, like I'll I'll wake up at like she'll play for the morning and I'll wake up in the afternoon, play it in the afternoon, and then like I'll cook dinner or something, and then she'll play it then for a bit, and then I'll play it until like, or she'll play it after dinner until like ten o'clock, and then I'll play it until four in the morning or whatever. We sort of had like rotating rosters with it, which is cool.
1: Speaking of Switch, I recommend everyone makes a uh, Japanese eShop account and heads over to the Japanese eShop and downloads the Poyo Poyo Tetris demo.
0: Oh yeah, I really need to do that because that—that's that, a game I'm kind of interested in, and I want to get hands on with it before I decide whether or not I'm
1: going to drop money on it. Uh, so yeah, I—you I, know what—I may as well talk about it now. Yeah, I did, why not play, do I, it? I did play that. It—if yeah, you like Tetris, and if you like—I don't know—I'm not familiar with the Poyo Poyo stuff as it is, but I did it's, play a lot, and I mean a lot of Kirby's Ghost Trap back on the uh, Super Nintendo. Yes, and it's basically that, Yeah. and it it was it's so much fun man like there's like a bunch of characters you can choose from It's the game is like overflowing with personality it's a, it's a stylish as heck yep uh, and nothing quite hits you like the rapid change from Puyo Puyo to Tetris or vice versa to make you go oh god help <laughs> <laughs> or like if you're horribly losing at Tetris and you're like oh god please go to Puyo Puyo I need to <laughs> I, need, I need to stall for time and then it flips over but yeah, uh the demo is really fun. I recommend recommend trying it out. You can play like up to 4 players. You can be like a team of 2 against a team of 2. That's cool. It's very cool. I'm actually going to I might not buy it at launch, but i I'm going to keep an eye on it when it comes out. I think it comes out later in April for us. Right. I do like I I
0: like puzzle games like that, so I'm I like not necessar- necessarily t- j- straight Tetris. But I do like stuff like that, so I, it, it, it is something
1: that I've had my eye on since it got announced. Um, it is, it is stressful juggling Puyo Puyo and Tetris, <laughs> especially when it throws you one to the other. When you're like, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready go back. Oh, it's very good though. Very fun, and it's, <laughs> thanks to the Switch, it's like really easy to suffer. A Japanese eShop account, and bam, yep. you're just on the Japanese eShop, you can download the Splatoon Two Global Test Fire. I think Can't that use might. It yet. I feel like that might just
0: like might be going live in the next, or wow. it might already be live Honestly, on the day one.
1: If you download it, you can like open it and sit on the menu and just chill to some sweet Splatoon Two music. And I haven't listened good. to it yet.
0: I've seen people post it, and I'm like, should I listen to it? I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until I download it and listen to it myself.
1: It's so good, man! I just, I'm so excited for Splatoon Two. So I key. love that soundtrack. That's the soundtrack
0: of Splatoon. Uh, is Every, everything I... about
1: Splatoon
0: <laughs> oh yeah it's uh, it, that, that game is great but I just the soundtrack I, like, I'm like i seeing like the like the one minute left music in my head mm-hmm. uh, right now the yeah
1: I'm so I'm so ready to go back to more Splatoon
0: yeah and it looks like there's gonna be a bit more like story mode kind of stuff this time which is I mean the story mode stuff that was there in the first one like it was it was great like it first was boss good. was fun and it was great cuz it, it slowly introduced you to different mechanics and play styles of the game as well yeah, like so, it was like so a, so glorified a glorified tutorial you,
1: you got could like it it helps you sort of maneuver in ink yeah. in interesting ways which you can then apply to multiplayer to get to some pretty interesting spots
0: absolutely yeah like it was oh, it man, was I a last
1: platoon. it's it's a
0: good game i'm sad it's a game that i wish i'd played more of I wish I'd played a lot more well, of Splatoon than I did. You have a chance to rectify that soon. And I feel like I will be. Yeah. I and it absolutely was another game. Will be. Oh yeah. And it was a, it was another game that like my wife and I both played a lot of. Like I'd come home and she, actually she was pretty good at that game. Like she got pretty decent at that game. Um but it's gonna be cool too, if like you come down and visit me, like we can team up together and jump online, like with both our switches, and vice versa, I come see you and Benigo. Like that that idea to me sounds awesome um and like during packs like we can set up like custom matches and play like all local co-op which is
1: a local multiplayer which would be fun absolutely so obviously if anyone's after an update about how we're going off our switches pretty good yeah pretty happy um really enjoying
0: it i love it so much uh that was great i i know it we'll get to that a bit later in the show but like it's had a bit of turmoil, not because of the game or anything itself, but for some people who play the game. Oh, but, boy. Um, yeah, uh, look, I personally think it's great. It's my favorite Zelda game, hands down, that I've ever played. Um, it, for me personally, I know a lot of people have a lot of emotional connection to, say, Ocarina of Time um, or even like Wind Waker or things like that. Me, or A this, Link to the
1: Past. A or link A Link to, to the, the Past, yeah,
0: sorry, as well. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, this is the first game of Zelda that's spoken to me on multiple levels. Those are the games I really enjoyed. I've had a lot of fun with. I have fond memories of playing. Um, but this is, like, every time I boot that game up, I, there's at least one thing that makes me go, oh, shit, that's awesome. I didn't know I could do that. Like, did you know if you, threw, if you throw rusty weapons into the
1: into the out they turn into normal weapons what what did you know if you pick up a weapon with your magnet and when you're on a boat and like hold it near the sail you can basically control your boat magnetically oh, it's just it saves you time wow, as opposed to using done. the coracle the game is packed with little things
0: oh it's just it's so good like it's it's definitely not it's not a perfect game because there there's no such thing as a perfect game or a perfect anything. Joel,
1: we we have already spoken about this. I know, but it's just mm, so good. It exists and it's called Super Metroid. Uh sorry. Yep. <laughs> I did. okay. Yep.
0: Um but like it is it is it's doing so and, and again some people are arguing about like, you know, oh yeah, but other games have been doing this for ages and it's like, yeah, but i haven't cared about those characters like i haven't cared about those storylines i mean to be fair like the storylines in zelda games have always been pretty like oh yeah cool like it 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 serves its function like you have that connection to it because it's like yep cool but um this actually like through those memories because i've only got one left it's just oh boy there's some great moments in those some great moments
1: I definitely enjoyed it, and I'll, I'll wait until a later date to talk about it more frequently. But, like, there's still some stuff that holds it back for me. I still, I really like it. I think it's, like, it's it's joined the constantly rotating list of what is my favorite Zelda game of all time? Today yep. it's A Link to the Past. Tomorrow it's Ocarina of Time. Yep. Yeah, but that's about as Majora's Mask. And you know what? Now it's going to be Breath of the Wild. Like, those four basically rotate. Yep. But, uh, so the interesting thing is, uh, where the heck does it fit into the timeline? Yeah, uh, that's that's, that's a whole discussion, but I want to save it for later because yeah,
0: we'll do. It. We, I think we're going to do a Zelda episode. It's a we it's might, a fucking mess. <laughs> we might rope in some some uh, some stranglers. some some suckers to yeah to come and help us with that. <laughs> they don't know about this yet. We only just talked about this before. We'll we'll let out because they listen to the show. We'll let them figure out and be like, I wonder if it's me. Um, they've probably figured it out already. Uh, but yeah. No, the Switch is great. I think it's a great console. I'm excited to see where it goes. I hope that it does well, and I think it's going to. I mean, what what are we up to? It's like it's past the 1.5 million in the first couple of uh,
1: weeks. Its initial sales are 1.5 mil. Zelda, I think, is 1.3 million on Switch, which is pretty yep. good attach rate. Yep. Uh, good start. Like, good a lot start. of the territories are reporting basically it's the best start to a Nintendo console, which mm. includes the Wii, which is good.
0: And it's uh, it, it's important to note that like I mean even the Wii U had a pretty solid launch, yeah. Um, but so we can't say yes we've got a we've got a success on our hands yet. But it's um it is a good start. And I think looking at the the future of the release schedule, I think that Nindy's uh, thing like the week before made all the difference for me personally. I think I, I'm excited for a lot of those games and a lot of game like sequels to games that I really was interested in and played and new games that look really interesting and different. Yeah. I'm, I'm keen. And then there's other things like random stuff like Jackbox party packs coming to it eventually. Like all these lots of things, lots of little things that are coming. I think is going to give the, it's good. It's basically the Vita too. Um, let's hope it's does better. It's the Vita that I enjoy working. I enjoy using. Exactly. It's, it's, it's what the Vita and the Wii U should have been. Oh, Karen, we've we've succumbed to the switch again.
1: I mean, I can't help it's sitting behind me right now, looking at me. Why, why aren't you Like, no, I've got to go to bed. As I'm go talking,
0: it's it's like I'm I'm like as I'm talking, it's like I'm serenading it right now because I can see it across. Because my wife brought it back out, and now she stopped playing Zelda, um, <laughs> probably only because the battery's probably gone on it. But um, it's not great. No. Oh, speaking of not great, Karen. Should we uh shall we kick
1: off with the next topic of news? I mean we we probably should. Oh, I mean I guess I guess we could preface it by saying ah you know what we, there's no point we'll preface it when we get into it. Outlast 2 uh which is of course it's a, it's a first person survival horror game by Red barrels. It's meant to be coming out later this month. Oh no, in April I believe it is. But yeah not in Australia at this point because it has been refused classification hey Kyron remember uh, uh, when
0: we we didn't have an R18 classification and then this this kind of thing kind of made sense and you're like I get it It it's not optimal but it makes sense and then remember when we got an R18 classification system why the fuck is this still happening okay
1: so it's true it definitely is true uh, I I don't want to I don't want to read the, the detail because obviously when the classification board denies something they're like okay this is you know what happens yep. to make to makes help basically helps justify the decision so basically it sounds like the reason it has been refused classification is heavily implied sexual violence which is something that the from the, like the get go when the R eighteen rating was like brought in. That was still sort of off limit. Like yeah. that was just like, no, it's not okay. And like reading if, reading the description of the article from Press Start, which they, I think they got from Kotaku, it it sounds pretty intense.
0: Yeah, it does sound pretty intense.
1: <laughs> so like I can sort of see why I'm hoping they'll they're gonna I, I normally don't want things to be edited because I don't know, it feels like it's not the original intent or whatever. But I don't know. I I I don't even know if I'd wanna if I'd wanna see this when I'm playing the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I I agree as well, but that adds to I mean it's we should be we should uh, yeah, exactly, but it we should as consenting adults should be able to make clear decisions it's true. and think for ourselves. But, I like, yeah, that's obviously not the case because we have other people telling us what we can and can't do, which makes sense to a certain degree. Um, but I don't know. I I just think it's, it's such a shame when something like this, especially for something like Outlast 2 that's such a big deal, um, I'm wondering how this is going to go with streamers and um, YouTubers because... The first outlast is the reason that game like the reason that game did as well as it did I you would have to say is because a lot of people streamed a lot of people made videos
1: with it. I mean there's a large percentage of YouTube that basically only plays horror games. Yeah. Yeah, because, because people I mean,
0: watching other people get scared. And
1: yeah, I was going to say it makes sense because there's also a large percentage of people that like the idea of horror games but don't want to play them themselves. This guy so, right here. <laughs> <laughs> so those sort of things sort of meet together on like Twitch and YouTube. But it's actually a really interesting point about how that will have. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work because, like, that's something that just at won't fly, right? Again, just going by the description, which you can, you can look it up if you if you want. I I don't really want to revisit it by reading it out loud. It's pretty full on. It sounds pretty intense.
0: It's yeah, pretty intense. But I'm I don't know, like, I I like I like it when like if it, if it's if it works well within in terms of the context of the narrative i like it when gay when anything movies tv shows games whatever it is challenge so it de- you like
1: that it definitely reminds me of the hotline miami 2 situation yeah and i love that i was going to bring that up because i love that the way that de- the developers
0: of hotline miami 2 dealt with that they're like oh yeah cool our game got refused classification in australia Everyone's was like yeah it really sucks we were really excited to play it and they're like yeah just go pirate it we're fine with it. If you <laughs> if gonna... you can't buy our game, like we know you were going to buy it, go and pirate it. We're cool with it. I was like, okay, cool. Let's... It was it was
1: a really cool move, button to do that. Yeah,
0: absolutely, and especially because it's the last one in that series. I know there's only two in the series, but it was that they said there's like this is the last Hotline Miami game we're making, and Hotline Miami one is a fucking great game. Um, it is. It's it's very fun. I never finished it, but it was fun. It's. I never did the epilogue stuff. I finished like the main story, but I never finished the epilogue.
1: Stuff. I think I remember getting to like the boss and just oh god With the, like the cheaters that like yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that took me quite a while to
0: figure yep. that one out. Um But it, it, even still, like that that game and and the sequel because I did play the start of the sequel I did play the start of two, um, which is the starters
1: where the thing that got a banned absolutely place. and like it is but like it it's weird. It, I if we're gonna talk about it, I, I did play it as well and I the the intro felt weird. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I, I like I said. I
0: understand, I to a degree, where they're coming from, um, but I think if we're we're not going to be able to be challenged by things, then what's the point in having? <laughs> I don't want to use the word art because I don't want to open up that can of worms. But with things like this and these these types of mediums, like. Being challenged is a good way to think about those things to have open conversations about those things.
1: It's that's true. I'm not entirely convinced it's present in, a, in Outlast two to do that. Yeah, I, that's what that that's what I mean. Like if it that's the thing. If it's not heavily
0: well it's, done in terms of the context, it it seems like a like a drug trip essentially.
1: Yeah, it's better to th- just to freak you out and just. Like, I, even with, like, no, this wasn't in the demo or anything, but, like, what you play at the Outlast 2 demo. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's I, true. I have watched I you play that. I was stressed out. Yep, I was I can only imagine it. my reactions seeing this happen in front of me. I'd be like, oh, God, please make it stop. Yeah, yeah, it's... So, yeah. I don't know. Like, again, it's so hard to know without seeing it play out. But I can also sort of, like, the classification board has been pretty on the on of the going, you know, sexual violence, like, it's just a hard No yeah so it's it's rough it sucks i hope there's a way like they they figure out a way around it even if it's an edit which i don't you know necessarily want but i do want to play outlast 2
0: I uh, yeah look I, I i yeah when i saw that pop up that with you with my first thought i was like karen's gonna be
1: disappointed i wasn't happy i wasn't happy i just yeah. want to play outlast 2 <laughs>
0: um oh boy it's rough um I don't know. I just, I feel censorship is tricky. Like that's, that's the thing. It is hard, especially with video games, because I I feel like, especially in our country, video games are still viewed as something that children do. It's like, oh, kids play video games. It's like, no, the average age of a game, like someone who plays video games nowadays is between like 30 and 38. Like that's because they're the people who grew up when it was massive. The Um, age
1: is increasing.
0: It is. And and it's also decreasing as well because then those people are having kids and then introducing their kids into games. Yeah, there's this whole thing. But um, it's just, yeah, I think, yeah. I have strong opinions on, like, the fact that we should, yeah, be able to think for ourselves (laughs) and not be told by. So I'm not going to bring politics into this, there's no point. No, it, it sucks. It does suck. It's probably the best way to put it. And hopefully, they can
1: figure out a way, like you said, around it. Fingers crossed. Like, again, an edit's not ideal, but I just, whatever it takes to get Outlast 2 into my hands, like, I'm yep. sort of willing to do it. Yes. All right.
0: What have we got next, Karen? Onto something a bit happier. From <laughs> one end of the spectrum to the other. I'm still coming, because I hadn't actually read, like, I'd skim- skimmed the article of the, the Outlast 2 stuff. And I just like read it in depth. Then that was yeah. like, almost like a live reaction
1: thing. I was like, "Huh, y- yeah." <laughs> so you sort of you huh. sort of see where they're coming from. Yeah, I do. It's it's confronting. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I I think you're right though. I don't think there is any real weight narratively. It's just sort to of it. it. It's I get why it's there. It's a horror game, and that would that would honestly scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Especially since presumably you're powerless to even stop it, so you're mm. just like, ah, ah, no. Lots of things mm. happening. Lots of things that I don't want to see. Yeah, it's that sort of stuff. It's always so tricky with how it's handled as well. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's just it's yeah. That was a story of a counter. I'm like, oh boy, this is, this is getting talked about. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's, it's
0: something we do need to we do need to talk about. That's, so um, yes. Anyway. Capcom has announced <laughs>
1: <laughs> from from horrible that from sexual violent, sexual violence to, to... Hey, Capcom's doing a, a retro game collection again. Yeah,
0: not just any retro game collection. It's called the Disney Afternoon Collection. Um which is going to include Chippendale one and two, DuckTales one and two, darkwing duck, and tailspin. Um so they're all the the NES classics. Um which I mean, still to this day, like Ducktales is like widely regarded as one of like the great, the greats. I guess you would say. A lot of people have a, a very fond memories of, of lots of. I never played any of these games. I, if nothing I,
1: else, like Ducktales is a great for the moon stage.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And the moon theme.
0: Yeah, it's got great music. Um, but uh, I mean, I loved like these. I, particularly, like I used to watch a lot of Tailspin. I really like that show. I'm singing that theme song in my head. Right now, um, yeah, Tailspin was great. Uh, and that yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers that was awesome as well. I really liked that show. Yeah, uh, Darkwing duck, f- duck though, Darkwing Duck was pretty boss as well. That was a good show. Um, but yeah, so this is this is kind of cool. It's gonna go Hit. for about twenty bucks US,
1: basically. Um, and so each of the games will sport 1080p HD visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, a museum gallery, yes. Boss rush, time attack modes, mm-hmm. and there'll also be like a sort of rewind feature to go back and avoid screw ups for beginners, which is cool. Like, yep, there's nothing worse sometimes when you drop down a pit, you're like, "Well, back to the starter stage I go." Like, yeah, for, new- for newer people, it would be nice to have the option to go, "Well, look, just rewind, it's fine, it's all and good, it- don't worry."
0: And those games, again, those games are pretty tough, from what I hear as oh, well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really kind of cool. Like, I mean, 20 bucks US, that works. That'd probably be around about $30, $35 here.
1: Um, yeah. That's that's pretty good. So let's talk about the problem, John. Okay. I guess it's not really a problem. It's just, it's something that's been, it's a gri- it's a gripe I've got, and I've seen other people on the internet as well kind of going, huh, really, Capcom? Yeah. So the collection is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Right. Which is funny when you can, you can consider there's six NES games, but you know, whatever. Yeah. fine. Don't put it on Switch.
0: Yeah, that would. It seems like it. That, that's a slam, slam dunk. Like, well, like-
1: considering that what Capcom is putting on Switch is an overpriced Street Fighter Two game. Yeah, mm. which I still to this day don't understand. But hey, <sighs> I, I guess I think that that's a better idea than putting this on there. Which I don't know. Like, it, it- seems. It seems like a missed opportunity. It seems like a it seems like a
0: missed obvious opportunity. Like like it seems like the obvious choice. It's like, well, yeah, we're going to put it on the Nintendo platform because yeah. they are nin- Nintendo games. like
1: uh, I don't know. It's, um, it's weird. It's such a weird thing to have happened. Really.
0: Yeah. It's
1: mm, do you apparently think- the developer has said on Twitter like. Basically, it's like, hey, if you want it on Switch, ask Capcom. They're the guys doing it. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like it when devs do that. And it seems to be happening a lot lately. Yeah.
0: Didn't the the guy who made Near Automata just come out and say something about that as well?
1: Uh yeah. It's about like, yeah, if you Guard, yeah, yeah, if you want Drake, if you want another Drake, like a Dragon Guard remaster or something, just go go talk to Square Enix and get them to fund it, and we'll go for it. It's like, so,
0: no, no, should shouldn't the people like we shouldn't do their job for them? They should go look on the internet and see that there is a following for this kind of thing yeah people uh, going hey it's It's weird it's very strange
1: it's happening a lot i guess it doesn't help like we're living in in the social media age where it's really easy to sort of rally support for a cause yep so i can see why it might work for devs and publishers because if all these people are talking about your game that's amazing and then when you eventually announce it and release it it might do pretty well yeah but it, it definitely gets talked about less if you're like hey guys we are redoing Guard." people are like oh cool that's neat so yeah. you know
0: i mean it's, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the age-old thing of like waking you want it more phantom dust that that was probably a, a good example of that that game you're, everyone was like oh jeez what 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 is that like that trailer looks pretty cool what's that all about oh it's a card battler Okay, and there was like six people at the back just going, "Woo, Phantom Dust! Yeah! (laughs) it's the best! I can't wait!" And then, hey,
1: you'll you'll be playing a Phantom Dust on Xbox One before E three. I won't be personally. (laughs) According to according to Phil Spencer, I I won't be. Uh, Did anyone tell Phil Spencer that E three is getting real close? I don't know. I mean, I guess he should know, but it's getting really close.
0: Yeah. Well, they should know especially because they've announced when their fucking conference is going to be. So yeah. Um. But yeah, now this is this is a kind of cool thing apart from the obvious that it should have probably been on the Switch. Um it's cool. yeah. it's, cool. it's the trailer for it looks like an ad for like a like a 80s 90s like afternoon cartoon show which is kind of cool. Um, and yeah, that it's there's a lot of there's a lot of content in there like you know like you said there's the museum gallery like behind the scenes stuff that's kind of cool. Like like uh, concept art and things. Um
1: Well it's also a good chance to really cuz um I think it's Retro Rescue Rangers 2 and DuckTales 2 were like they came out super late in the NES's life cycle so yeah. I mean like personally for me I didn't even know there was a DuckTales 2. I didn't either. Like This I was, is the first time I've ever heard of it and I want to play it.
0: Yeah, you know, I was like oh I, there's a, there's another one like but I mean like you got to look at all those Disney games from that time period like all those Super Nintendo ones like the um the Super Nintendo Aladdin game like Lion that's always King. a little bit like Lion King like a lot of people like I never played many of those games. I don't know why I didn't hire those games when I was younger. I think Aladdin, I might have. I feel like I have memories of playing Aladdin, but
1: I remember, I remember the uh, the Cave of Wonders level in Aladdin, like yeah. escaping on the on the magic carpet. Yep. That was bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit.
0: Um, and for Lion
1: King, I remember just can't wait to be king.
0: Yeah, that stage. Oh god. I I the Disney one that I remember playing a lot. Of, the Disney SNES game that I remember playing a lot was uh, Toy Story. I hide the shit out like, because I fucking adore Toy Story. Um, no, that game was that game was hard. <laughs> <laughs> the game was real hard. I remember. I, I think I used like passcodes to get to the end because like I wanted to do the level where you got to ride on top of um, RC and like and then like fly the rocket car through the air. I wanted to do that.
1: That was kind of fun. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that?
0: Yeah. It was because it, it was a great. It's the best part. Of, well, I, that movie's amazing. Um, it is a one of the greats. I have no problems <laughs> in saying that. Uh, but there was a level like where you had to sneak in a pizza planet as well, and you were wearing like the cup and the burger, like container, and you had to like sneak in, and then, like, as like you the screen would rumble because that means the kids were coming. You had to like press down and duck, and like look like a bit of garbage, and then like get up and keep walking and stuff. It was cool, and then, like there's the Sids house level, that was the one I really liked. They should release that again. I'd play that again. Hmm. Um, I mean, but,
1: it, it, you can never rule it out it could happen. But yeah,
0: yeah. Side note: the uh, the new trailer for the new Disney Pixar movie looks fucking excellent. Go and watch it. It's called Coco, and it looks great. Um, but yeah, so if you're interested in this, it's coming out pretty soon actually, um, April 18th.
1: Yeah, like just essentially a month away. At this point, yeah, that's pretty cool. To shame it's, it's neat.
0: We, we won't be playing it because we'll be playing something else around that time. So,
1: yeah, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll we'll probably be on my second playthrough. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were I, like, I okay. When, when those credits roll, it's like, oh, that was really good. All right, start game load again. Let's do it again. New game plus got is different. It's it. good. Um, cool. righty. Well, on
0: to our last. Should we move on? Anything else you want to say about that one?
1: Uh, not really. Like, yeah, just just bummed about the Switch thing, but I'll yeah. probably buy it on PS4 just because I I want to play DuckTales too. I'm really curious about DuckTales 2.
0: Yeah, that's... um. And why, why do people not talk about DuckTales 2 so much?
1: I mean, I guess because it came out late and then maybe people yeah, just right. didn't have you a didn't chance to think about it. Mm. Uh, I'm also pretty excited for it because I I did buy Mega Man Legacy Collection, which these this team also made and it's it's pretty packed with content as well
0: that's awesome so great they've
1: got they've got the skills
0: so yeah they 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 know what they're doing with these sort of
1: yeah absolutely i do find it funny though, but there's like a a retro pack of games that includes the original ducktales meanwhile ducktales remastered is just kind of like hey guys i'm over here
0: yeah like that game it came out and people were like yeah cool and then that's about
1: about it yeah, I do wonder if that, like, if that might happen to this, but I don't know. Like that Duck Tales re- re- remastered was fun. I enjoyed it. It was gorgeous. I, I never got into playing never it. Really, so. yeah. Hmm. It was one of those games where maybe it wasn't as good as I remembered. Except for Moon Stage. For Moon Stage sounds amazing.
0: That's the problem can... with these remasters. Like, you know, it, it's the true test of whether or not it's like, oh, okay. I remember why like, I liked these games back then because I it was a different time. You know, I, I have fond memories because I like the properties that were involved and and, and whatnot. But yeah, maybe not so much going back.
1: It's true. It mm. is true.
0: Uh, all oh, right. Let's end on another nice, nice bit of a <laughs> controversial news. It's a bit of a, a bit of a controversial episode this one.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I think this has already taken place last week when we recorded, but I, I hadn't seen it just yet. Yep but uh last week the you might you might have heard of him but uh Jim Sterling from the he ex ex-destructoid ex, ex like um escapist yes writer now patreon uh, funded now patreon funded Freelance, Jim sorry. Sterling uh he put up his review of Le- The legend of zelda breath of the wild and he gave it a 7 out of 10 mm. <laughs> so you know, who cares, right? 7 out of 10 is still a good score. It's still Un- a good score. Unfortunately, as a result, like... I don't want to say Zelda fans in particular, but people who like Zelda and who were insulted by the score basically set themselves upon him. Like, there was a, a large window of time where his review was just not readable because his site was just DDoSed or just down or yep. you couldn't access it. Yeah, And... I, the reason I put it in here because I just wanted to I wanted to talk about because first of all that's ridiculous like it's dumb. If you read the review, he likes it. Yeah. His complaints are valid, and seven out of ten is not a bad score. It is not a bad score. Like, holy crap! <laughs> because this
0: is this is this comes back to the whole thing of why scores are a little bit dumb. Exactly. Like just a little bit dumb. I I see their value and I see the point of them.
1: Like, I mean, they're there mostly for the people who don't want to read the review. Exactly. want to scroll straight to go. Okay, it's a seven out of ten. Cool.
0: They're an indicator, but but nowadays it's like it's not a nine point five. Fuck out of my shop. I don't want to play it. Like it, and it's not just with games either. It's movies. It's books. It's, it's TV shows. It's everything. It's everything. Um,
1: and it's it, an issue. It doesn't benefit anyone really because it just feels like the score scale is shifted now. Like basically, yeah. if you're under, it de- it depends a little bit, but I would say below seven to eight and people will be like, Oh, it's garbage. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's trash. Not playing it. And it's like, mm, it's still like five out of 10, like 50. That's average. It's like, there are some good parts of the game. It's not complete yeah. trash. Like, you know, seven out of 10 is like, it's, it's like, Hey, it's above average. Like yep. it's not perfect. It's above average.
0: And Hey, it might not be that type of game. That the type of game that that rev- the person who reviewed it was into.
1: Other people yeah, might don't, love that don't, game. don't don't get me started about people who want objective game reviews.
0: Yeah, it, like no, mm.
1: that's called that's called a press release, guys. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah, like if you want you want
0: opinion pieces, a review is an, a, someone's opinion and they're writing about it. Like it's
1: basically yeah, you sort of find a person who's like what what they like aligns best to you, and you go cool. Yep, I will read their reviews because if I if they enjoy it. I'll probably enjoy it too.
0: Exactly because they liked this game, and I really liked this game, and I had the same thoughts on this game as that person. Then this other game that I'm kind of interested in, and they're doing a review on it. I want to hear
1: what they have to say about it. Like, so, so the main yeah the main reason, like as much as I want to talk about just that the score, I think the the reaction was so ridiculous. Basically, as a result of this, of not just Jim Sterling's like lower, slightly lower score. But a, f- a few others as well had not like Zelda was Breath of the Wild was basically like it was I think if not number one like equal number one for like top reviews on Metacritic yeah.
0: it was either it was either equal or just below Ocarina of Time I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah
1: it's and it's still sitting pretty high on ninety seven you know yep. nothing to nothing to scoff at but whatever uh people they took it as a as a like a personal attack on them and there's... If if you go to the, Jim Sterling's review, you can read the comments, and there's some pretty nasty stuff in there. But it just sort of yeah. makes you sit back and go, "Oh yeah, some some parts of a video game playing audience haven't grown up." Nope, they have not. Um, They're still children. Hmm, and, and interesting. I,
0: like Jim Sterling has a very abrasive way of dealing with things. Oh yeah, um, uh, but that's so his, that's his thing. And if you don't know that, if you take everything that he says, one hundred percent like, by the book to, to, to heart, then you're gonna have a shit time, um, but if you look at it and go, this is this guy putting out his opinions, he's got, it's, it's almost a character that he's playing, I'm sure deep down he doesn't go home and fucking write all about this sort of stuff and tell his friends and family about this stuff in this same sort of, I'm sure he's like, yeah, I've been playing Zelda, it's really great, like, I'm really having a good time with it, I really enjoyed this over here, it was really fun, but, like, People watch those videos is because they like that persona of him. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I remember reading his stuff back on in the Destructoid days, and I really enjoyed it, which is why I followed him to Patreon. Yep. Uh, and he, it's wrote, just, he
0: wrote one of the best articles ever written on
1: Destructoid. It's uh, true. If you Google like Destructoid, uh, like connect reveal or whatever yep. it is, it's We literally so just cool. looked this up the other day when we were talking about it. It's so funny. It's it makes great. me laugh to this day. It's very funny. Uh, and again, so the other thing you need to learn is, and again, people who did this probably should have known, because of the sort of the way, the, the sort of content Jim Sterling puts out, if you go at him like this, he's sort of sitting there, sitting back going, sweet, this is like, this is my next video, good to go. Exactly, he's got content, you're feeding him, like, he's not a troll, but it's, it's
0: you know what I mean, it's like, don't, don't feed trolls, essentially, like, I know he's not a full
1: out troll, but like, for him, he's just like, great. This cool. is awesome. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm covering... Like, his next... His video they put out this week is about... because yeah. So, one, one of the biggest things he complains about in the game is weapon durability. Yes. Personally, not an issue for me, but I can mm-hmm. see why it would be frustrating. Yeah.
0: It's, it is one of the points that's been very, like, split down the middle between the people who... Yeah. ...who've been you, playing this game and enjoying you
1: it. You sort of either like it or you don't. Yeah.
0: And I can see... Totally see both points. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it is a little bit frustrating sometimes to, like... When you're getting in like those fights and you get you're getting surrounded by like um like moblins and everything like that and you're like I I have a cock, I have a coracleaf. That's all yeah, I have oh left. God. That's all I've <laughs> got left. I, d you're just like blowing them away, going, Get the fuck out of here. Go away. Like Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I get so, that. It, it does have its moments, but it forces really... you to be more like resourceful.
1: Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. And this, look, this isn't Jim's first first time this has happened. Like, when yeah. he gave his negative re- review to No Man's Sky, he got hit really hard. Yeah. So, and like, he's had that lawsuit that has been going through for the last couple of years as well, which I think he just, that just got, got out of. Got, yeah, that just got he wrapped just, up, didn't it? Yeah. Just got resolved in his favour. Here's a, like a 38-minute Jim'squisition about that. I recommend watching it if you've got the time. It's I very really fun. I really do need
0: to watch that. I haven't watched that yet.
1: Uh... But yeah, so that I did want to talk about, and how how frustrating it is that like a sect of Zelda fans are like, no, how dare he knock Breath of the Wild down to the twenty first best reviewed game of all time? Twenty first best yeah. reviewed game of all time, I, like it's ridiculous. That's still like the twenty games that are above it are really good games, and the gap in scores so basically the, the best reviewed is Ocarina, yeah, with an average of ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Ben 21 is Breath of the Wild with an average of 97. Like, come on, guys. Like, Jesus. It's insane. It's it's nothing. It's It's, nothing. But whatever. You know, if it it, it really rises your berries. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, God.
0: See, I talk a lot about... I I, I have talked, I think, on the show, I have just talked in general about people who are, like, who love to bash on things just because like they might have had, like... The Switch is the perfect example of that. Um... Like, leading up to it, every, like everyone was a bit cautious about it. It came out, the people that bought it went, it actually works. It does what it says on the box, and it does it well. Um, it is a competent system. And all these other people are like, they see, like, an article that says, you know, Zelda has frame rate issues. And everyone's like, oh, I fucking knew it. I knew it. The Switch is shit. It's going to be a fail. It's the next Wii U. Like, don't, don't be a cunt basically, sorry to drop the C-bomb, but like, I feel like there's a, there's a, 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 a don't be an idiot. Don't be an asshole. Just be I mean, nice look, to
1: people. You can, you can not like something. You can criticize something. 100%. Do it, do it constructively.
0: Yeah. Don't go out and just go, do you have a Switch? Yeah. You're shit.
1: I hate you. You must what? feel pretty
0: bad about buying it.
1: I don't. I don't want to. I'm not defending it, but unfortunately, like it's the internet. Like it's yeah. always oh, going to be like yeah, this. Yeah, it is.
0: It is. It. It sucks. It sucks. Um, like there's been some other stuff. I've. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff I've been watching about people. Like people on the internet this week. Um, uh, I don't know. if, You know, uh, Colin Moriarty from Kind of Funny has now left Kind of Funny. I did see that. Um. Yeah. That's. I was gonna. I was gonna
1: put it in our list to discuss
0: yeah i'll I'll touch on it briefly because i feel like it's the same sort of thing if we're talking about like the internet as a person um yeah so he left kind of funny um for someone who watches quite a bit of kind of funny content and has for like the last nearly 12 months now um it seems like he's being more and more distant from from the guys he's been wanting to do other stuff and he's had this new show called colin was right where he gets to go and do his own thing um part of kind of funny uh, but you could you could tell that he he kind of wanted to branch out and do a lot things more a bit more political he he's not afraid to speak his mind on things sometimes he is not particularly um tactful in the way I guess I don't know pc is probably be the best way to put it like uh, I but, mean
1: he's, he's, he's definitely bold and he, he
0: believes in what he says exactly and that's what I, that's why I'm like okay I disagree with you but that's fine like that's that you' you're allowed to say what you you uh, you want to say um yeah. But yeah, he basically posted a tweet about International Women's Day. And then... I did not find it funny. I didn't either. I was like, eh, that's a bit much. Okay, a bit much. But then everyone on the internet was like, fuck you, Kind of Funny, for firing Colin Moriarty over just like a tweet. It was just a joke. right? I watched the... Because um, they do a show called the Kind of Funny Morning Show. It said their Twitch show they do every day. Um, and then they upload it to YouTube. They The one they did that day oh boy um it was it was rough at some points like they 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 were visibly upset like it had been happening all weekend they'd been talking about it they'd been at PAX East as well doing their panel and stuff um Greg pulled out of doing the um Paxomania wrestling thing that they always do which he fucking loves doing but he's like I he said on the on the morning show he's like I barely had enough energy to to get together and put together um our panel and do our panel to the level I wanted it to be is that I had, I was in no way shape to do that. Um, but yeah, all these people on the internet are like, this is shit. It's of kind of funny. Oh, I'm they're dead to me, all this sort of stuff. It's like, really? Like, do you, do you need to be like that? And, and Greg Miller put it exactly the way I'm putting it as well. He's just like, can we, can we just be nicer to each other? Like we all have different opinions. We all have different views on things. Um, but can we just be a little bit nice, just a little bit nicer to each other?
1: Um, but um, it's, it's hard. so tough because like, especially in that situation, a lot of it is, let's be honest here. It's, it's a political climate. Like, yeah, it's true. And it's comes down to there's people who don't want politics to be involved in video games and those who do, mm-hmm. uh, I think it should be because politics is pretty important. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we got we got to talk about it, and that's the thing. Like, as far as Colin goes, I didn't agree with him at all. No, but you know, it's discussion is good. There were
0: some points that I was like, yeah, no, you've got a good point, but like, I, I, I appreciate discourse the way, is good. Exactly, I appreciated the way he was. It's like, this is what I think. This is my statement on this thing, and this is what I am going to say. Um, yeah, and that's why they, they, they left is because Greg didn't. Greg didn't agree with what he tweeted either. He didn't find it funny. and but the thing was and he kept stressing this on the morning show as well he's like we didn't take it down i didn't ask greg uh, colin to take his down i didn't take my post down like we kept them both up like because we wanted people to see that uh, that wasn't what we were here for and like all through the morning show like colin was still there he was like he was just about to leave he's like yeah i'm going now he like at one point he came in with the broom and he was just like sweeping in the background they're like yeah we've got (laughs) the new janitor here um this is the first time he appeared on there he's like yeah, Colin's left, so we got this new janitor, and he's just like sweeping in the background. He's like looking around and stuff. Um, it was pretty funny, uh, but like they were in tears at points, like talking about it. It was just it was it was hard well, to watch.
1: Because well, um, Colin Colin came with him from IGN, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I and mean, Colin and Greg have been like Colin and Greg for years, years and years and years and years. Back in like like from IGN, so from when like I think Greg started at IGN. I think both of them started around the same time, and they were there together. Um, and they started Podcast Beyond, and, like, then they moved on to Kind of Funny, and they're like, and Tim and Nick, who I, I love those guys, I love all, th- I love all the guys from Kind of Funny, uh, for different reasons, uh, even, even Colin, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it sucks when you see, because I saw someone get visibly, visibly affected by things that people were saying about them on the internet, and it's, I know that sounds really, like, really naff, but it it's um it's shitty, and if like you can't, and uh, this goes a lot of ways, I guess. Like you can say people are free to speak their own mind and and do uh, and say what they want to an extent, I guess. But I don't know.
1: I I it always pays to, to just to operate by that one rule, like treat people how you want them to treat you. Exactly. Like, it's, it's but again, like because of how the internet works and. Like how how easy it is to just create a throwaway Twitter account with yep. like an egg avatar, like it's yep. like
0: who and who cares? Be this like faceless, I, I'll make this account and yeah. just
1: troll and abuse people. Like it's it's really frustrating, and I don't see it going away anytime soon. Even though Twitter's like, hey guys, we're trying to trying to work on our you know response to abuse and all that. It's just like I don't know how you could ever do it. Like no, it's, I, just,
0: it's just because it's rife everywhere, and it's not just Twitter; it's everywhere. It's anything, uh-huh. anything on the internet. Facebook is.
1: Rife. is Facebook, YouTube comments are just... I mean, being... More on, of often than not, cesspools. On the street, it's happening as well.
0: It, it, it's everywhere. It's You're not going to be able to escape it. It's just... I don't know. It's If we could... It's wishful thinking. It's heavily wishful thinking. It's
1: but, absolutely wishful thinking, that we could just be cool.
0: Just be a little bit nicer to each other and just be a little bit more respectful, but, I mean... Just be decent. Yeah.
1: Be decent, folk.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, we have... We, like, we have differing views on different things as well, and we joke about it. It's like, no, you're fucking wrong. Fuck you. Like, but... <laughs> Um, deep deep down, we're just like it's nothing. To, I'm, you're still one of my best friends. I'm not gonna be like no, fuck you, like you don't that's like I'm, this. I'm fuck done. you. I'm yeah, out.
1: Yeah. I'm done.
0: This is the end. Just like silence, <laughs> and then doo, 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 doo. That, that's <laughs> the end. End of dialogue options. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It, it's hard. I, like like, deed someone's like sight. Like that's just it's just a shitty thing. It's petty. And you just imagine these people sitting back in their chair just go, "I fucking did it! I got him! I got him good!" It's like cool. We'll fucking give yourself a pat on the back, like you're a bloody hero. Yeah, he he, he doesn't actually care. He doesn't like he's going to be back and he's going to be stronger than ever. Like this stuff fuels him. This is his yeah. like bread and butter. This is this is Jim Sterling's. If anything, gem. he was probably
1: just like, "Oh, thanks for doing that, guys." Like. I'm good now. Like I've got a, I've got some more. I can. I had content lined up, but this is going to be better. So I'll do this content first, and then get to my other content. And, like, and not to say that he's not already like particularly
0: well known, but this is putting back in the spotlight again, and people are talking yeah. about him again. So it's just like cool free publicity as well. Great.
1: And for the record, like if you watch the, the New Jimquisition, like much like the review itself, which again is well written and it it, it presents valid points, and he does Absolutely. like the game. He, he does. does. And 7 a, out of 10 is not a bad score, I can saw we please
0: people, stop that? One of the comments I saw, I think, because I did a very quick scan on things, but it was like... I, I think it was actually posted on like a, another like fa- Facebook group that I'm a part of, and they were like... Someone was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty rich, considering like, two weeks ago he was tweeting about how much he loved the game. It's like, that's because he's, he likes the game. 7 out of
1: 10 means he likes the game. Yeah, it was... And I also saw a lot of the ones going, oh... He gives Breath of the Wild seven out of ten, but gives Horizon Zero Dawn nine out of ten, or, or Dark
0: as well. It was yeah, it was yeah, yeah Dark nine out of ten. It's like yeah, well wow, guys, <laughs> it, the, but Dark was it was a good game.
1: Here's here's the thing, like so, if if one of the things he doesn't like about Breath of the Wild is weapon degradation, and those other games don't have weapon degradation, he's probably going to enjoy them more. Yeah. Absolutely, it's just how it goes. It's a personal <laughs> but yeah personal texting, like, and, and yeah, and again, just like the main—the main reason I actually wanted to bring it up is because I just want to talk about the idea of seven out of ten being a, like average or bad. Like, yeah, it's so frustrating to hear that. It is absolutely like I. It's just, it's become so important, and and I I did see a lot of people discussing the, uh, the old is Zelda held to a different standard as well like yeah and, and is nintendo, there a separate and nintendo as game? well yeah like
0: it, nintendo in general is like does nintendo get a free pass yeah and it's like well it's like no they just no. made a
1: really good game guys like
0: they, they made a really good game they've made a really good system like can we just go happens. i mean <laughs> even the heads of the other fucking like their their direct competition on switch launch day were like great job guys it's a really great system like well done congratulations like both Xbox and 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 uh, Sony, like Microsoft and Sony, were both like, yeah, great job. We're really impressed. Like, hope yeah, have like you know, it, it's it's like them just going, we'll see you back out in the battlefield, guys. We'll see you out in the field. Let's um, let's like have like a, a lay arms down and pat each other on the back for a bit. Um, that kind of shit. Like if if the, those companies are doing them, what? Why do all the people that look up to those companies still insist on? ragging on stuff but
1: because internet man because internet and it's never I'd, gonna change but
0: i'd like to think though if down the track like we some like decided to do reviews of stuff um i mean looked there's already a kind of review that i that i i mashed together up on our youtube page um of severed which by the way is free this month for playstation plus members so if you have a vita and you haven't played severed go and fucking play severed because it's great um oh, but my vita's like Unplugged Karin, and play, dead. Karen, and... play seven, it's really good. Uh, and you've got no so you don't have to pay for it now. I'll it's,
1: tag it. You don't have to pay for it. It's really I've good. I've got Mass Effect next week and But you've got you've got time until then. I know man, you're I'm playing, playing Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight but <laughs> But
0: Seven's really good.
1: I'll really tag it, it man. I'll tag it for sure, but, it. I yeah. but I just don't just don't use my Vita. Didn't,
0: I, I didn't put it like a I didn't go this, 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 this and this eight and a half out of 10 like i because i don't for me personally any game that i play at first i'm just like this is the best game ever made because (laughs) that's the type of person i am i i thrive on good vibes i guess like for the most part if i if i'm enjoying something i'm not afraid to tell people about it and tell them how much i love it um and that might change down the track like i might look back at it and go you know what that wasn't as fun as i thought it was um you know, I, I I I couldn't dream of giving a score on something. It just,
1: yeah. It, it, I mean, for people who haven't been doing it for a while, it must be sort of scary sometimes. God, yeah. To like, go okay, I've written like a two thousand word review, but this score is going to be what everyone's talking about. Yep, this is the part like, that everyone's going to click to see. Like that, everyone's going to basically scroll through my review to get to the score.
0: Yep it's and it sucks it sucks for them as well because they put a lot of work into a lot of work because it's something like zelda they have to play a substantial amount of that game to make a decision on it and to play a substantial amount of zelda breath of the wild is a substantial amount um and then on top of that they've got to sit down and like write draft formulate rewrite get it approved that rewrite again and then finally have this article that they can put up like it's
1: who yeah it's been it's been a rough couple of weeks as far as like general internet meanness goes yeah unfortunately.
0: yeah and about generally like pretty good people yeah regardless of what you think of them it's like they are when it comes down to it they're not out there trying to like keep people hostage or anything like that they're just people who speak their mind um and you guess guess what? If you don't agree with him, you don't have to listen. Just yeah, don't listen. I mean, again, don't this doesn't it.
1: really this doesn't really affect Jim. He'll be fine. Nah. and even even Colin's got something lined up. Yeah, he was, well, already. he's got
0: stuff he wants to do. I th- I, yeah. I think he wants to go more political and do
1: stuff like that. Which again, based off his content that he had put out, like it sort of makes sense. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And,
1: and, and you know what? Going.
0: The, the the guys are kind of funny. I have said this as well, but like he's going to kick ass at doing that. Like he's going to be amazing at that. He's gonna do. He's gonna. He's gonna be fine. And like, they kept saying, "It's like he's gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine." I did see a lot of people that were like, "No, I'm. I'm done. I'm out. I don't. I don't want to do that." And I'm like, "That I get it. I guess if you were there just for Colin." But some people were like, "How dare you stab Colin in the back
1: with this?" And it's like, "No, they're it's not." So, the fact it's it, so funny. It uh, was so weird when it happened. When that tweet got posted, and then didn't get pulled down. Yep. I saw a bunch of people going. oh, I can't believe Colin wrote this and kind of funny let this happen. I'm, I'm I'm cutting off my Patreon. On the flip side, there was people going. Oh, I'm so proud of you for, for letting this stay. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm paying. You, I'm gonna join the Patreon, you guys. Yep. And it was just so weird to see people who were like, no, nah, I'm out, and the sort of people that were like, yeah, I'm in. And yeah. It's just, and then how it's flipped now because he's leaving. It's yep. just, Oh God.
0: And it's like I I see I'm in both camps. Like I. Disagree with what his tweet said, but I'm super glad that they left it up because it's not like they're like, oh shit, no, put yeah. it that down. It's like, no, that's that's Colin's Twitter. That that's his Twitter yeah, account. It's he can not do what he, kind he of wants. Funny, no. It's not kind of funny. His Twitter account it's his. No, and obviously they had to talk about it, and obviously, like I said, this has been leading up to something, and I think this was going to happen eventually. I think it's just happened earlier than they had planned on it maybe happening. I think it was going to happen in the next six months, the next twelve months. I Absolutely. think this just forced their hand a little bit.
1: It must have been scary, though. Like oh, God, again, yeah. because they're Patreon. Like seriously, they're... that 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 morning show
0: was all three. Like because it, it's it's Nick Colin, uh, it's Nick Tim and uh, Greg, all doing it. Um, and at various points, they all they all cry. Like they all cry on camera, and are like, "This this sucks. This has been the worst week of our life. Basically, like this has been the hardest week of our lives to try and deal with something." i mean i mean i don't think greg said that because you know he had cancer but um like tim was like this is one of the hardest weekends of my life this is one of the hardest things i've ever had to deal with in my life um and it sucks and it it was yeah it, it really sucks when you see people that you really like be sad um even if they are like people that are on the other side of the world that you watch on the
1: internet like um, I mean, for this one, it was big because like when you take everything else out of it, they were friends and, yeah.
0: and they asked, that's what they stressed as well. They're like, we're still going to be friends. Like as of now, Colin has left kind of funny, but like, they're going to do one last game of a great show. Like he's going to come back. And then Greg was like down the track. We like, we, we gladly have him back on to do shows or like catch up or if he, if whatever he did for some reason didn't work and he did want to come back, which he probably wouldn't, but like. If he did want to come back, they'd be like, yeah, fucking absolutely, come back. Um, and likewise, like, whatever Colin's going to end up doing, like, if they could swap over and do things together, I'm sure they will. I, I have no doubt that they will. Colin and Greg live together. They share a house. Like, it's not like he's, like, they're going to say, that was one of the parts he's like, when Colin was actually leaving, he's like, I'm going, I'm going now. And, like, Greg's like, yep, thank you, thank you so much, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll see you, uh, I'll, I'll see you tonight. When I get home. I'll see you then. It's fine. <laughs> so like it's like they still live together. Um Yeah. I don't know.
1: We sort of went on it, a it,
0: tangent then, didn't we?
1: I mean, like it, it does tie in in a way to still oh, like yeah. stuff I want to talk about. So yeah, that was again, like I said, I would seen the kind of funny stuff I was like, Do I put it on the list? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm
0: glad I'm glad you brought that up. I probably I probably should have put that on the list because it's something that I actually watched and was I was like, there's nothing else that really happened this week in the video games. No, that was pretty no, important. It was,
1: it was the big con
0: funny thing happened. That was, that was pretty important. I just love Jim just to take it back to Jim Sterling again like I love his tweet there about when his site got DDoSed. He says, Supporters telling me the site's being DDoSed again. I guess the Zelda hypsters couldn't let No Man's Sky zealots outdo them. <laughs> um which I think is pretty he,
1: like again, like he
0: he thrives off his stuff. Yep. This is this is his thing. This is why he is who he is. This is why he plays that character, um, yeah. and obviously, it's not just the character that he's like the complete opposite in person. I but... mean,
1: so it's it, 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 like it's it's a it's definitely a persona he plays up. Like exactly, it is a part of his personality
0: that that he turns up to eleven because he knows that's what people come to see.
1: Yeah, because it's entertaining. Exactly, but. Oh, uh, you know, it's just that's how it goes. Mm. The internet will never learn, but we should always yeah. be cool to one another.
0: Yeah, that's it. that's that's the message from Dialogue Options this week is just be cool, just be cool. <laughs> that's the title. I'm gonna call. That's what I'm gonna title the episode. Just, I don't know, man. Let's be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just be cool to each other. That's the name. Episode thirty-eight. Mm,
1: episode name: Seven out of ten.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's better. I like that a lot. <laughs> I might go with that. Um, but yeah, just don't be a dick. I'm sorry I swore pretty hardcore before, but, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like if it's used in context, just to bring it back to Outlast, uh, if it's used in context, well, I think it's fine. But, yeah, don't be an asshole. Like If you're going to say something, just think about what you're going to say before you say it. <laughs> because even if you are anonymous, like, it doesn't make it any better.
1: Think about it before you make that throwaway anonymous twitter account with an egg avatar to abuse someone
0: i've i've honestly thought about it before like i i would be lying if i'd said that i hadn't thought about it but then i come to my senses and go oh that's right i'm not a horrible person like i have a conscience where i'm like no do i really need to say that i'll just go and like go talk to karen about how much i i hate this thing or i'll come (laughs) and talk to my wife about how disappointed i was with this thing like you know it's th- and that that's the way. And then I go, I take a deep breath, and then I go, oh, "All right, back to Hyrule." And then I'm back. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Just be cool, everyone. Just be cool. All right. Oh boy, that's about
1: it for us this week, isn't it? Yeah, that that basically wraps it up. Wraps it all up. All right. Let's um, stick a bow in it.
0: Yep. Pop it. Uh, pop it in the oven for. A I don't even know. I'm starting to get to that pointing. Uh, it's
1: about pop it in the oven for about four or five hours for my audio to upload. That's true. And then another
0: hour or two for me to like wake up and then send it together. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm taking this away. I'm dragging us out of this podcast. Do it, do it. I'm starting I'm, to get I'm, to
0: this to silly, <laughs> to silly
1: town. <laughs> so thanks for listening once again to dialogue options this week, guys. If you want to reach us on the social medias, you can like us on Facebook, dialogue options you can follow us on twitter at dialogue options you can even send us an email dialogue options at gmail.com uh individually you can find me on twitter at my man and my good friend joel at jolly mac
0: where i was at- uh, recently getting uh just getting likes from the rich and famous but uh, like edgar wright <laughs> uh, liked one of my tweets might have been just because i linked his uh I love that tweets. about Twitter. It's so good. It just makes you feel good for that little bit of like, that like, little like, oh, that little dopamine at, rush, yeah.
1: At some point, they looked at my tweet and they were like, oh, I will like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, this senpai noticed me. Yeah, exactly.
0: It is 100% that. So that was pretty cool. I was like, sometimes I follow you, Joel, and that's even
1: cooler. I know, right? That's... But uh I got but yeah. Too. So, we'll, we'll, we will uh, catch you guys next week. Yes. And we'll let our wonderful theme song strike, which is... Get bitches, yeah. By Azure Flux. I like how I was like, not certain. I'm like, I think it's get <laughs> bitches. If you're looking for that song
0: online, if this is the first thing you listen to, it, it's a no question mark at the end of that.
1: It's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's no question. It's straight not, up. It's a confident statement. It's yeah. strike, which is yep. then get bitches. Yeah. By pretty, Azure Flux. Pretty
0: good words to live by.
1: It is on. It's on Spotify. It's it on is. Spotify. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week. Stay up. Bye. <laughs> you